2: Welcome to Wax quizzical. This is a podcast that has all of the questions, but history has proven, unfortunately, very few of the answers. But we'll see if we can change that today with Tina Dell Twist. Yeah, woohoo me. Hello, welcome.
1: Hi, thank you, darling. It's my first, I'm a virgin to this, you might have to take it slowly with me, I must
2: be honest. It's basically ten questions. Yes. As written by Cindy McDonald at the Saturday paper. Wonderful. And they're all about general knowledge, pop culture, politics, geography from around the world. Great, I won't nail it, but I'll have a good time. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know.
2: How do you go in, in interviews when it's not general knowledge but it's, you know, questions about yourself? Oh, I'm very good at talking about myself, darling. No, yes. I'm good. Look,
1: you'd be surprised what information. The beauty of me is I know what goes into my mouth. I'm just not sure what's going
2: to come out of it. <laughs> so, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Uh, you have a show coming up at uh, Comedy Republic in Melbourne.
1: I do. It's this an award-winning show. Look, I did win an award, um, and I'm very, very happy. It was the Piece of Wood Comics Choice Award, mm-hmm. uh, which is funny to me because I don't consider myself a comedian. I'm a singer, so yeah. <laughs> you know. But you take what you can get. Yeah. <laughs> These days, can't you? But I am an award winner at last. Yeah. And um, does it have?
2: I know it's not an Oscar. The piece of wood. But it is to me, actually. It is to you, yeah.
1: Because it's peers. It's peer-led. And also, you know, actually the comedy scene and the cabaret scene is my Oscars, is mm. my world. You know, mm. so it is our version of the Oscars. And, um, and you know, to be acknowledged like that, um, especially after a really tough few years, to be mm. honest, it was like, you know, I,
2: I've got a reason to get out of bed now. <laughs> it is a shame, though, that we didn't have the sort of drama of the Oscars ceremony. At the Melbourne International Comedy Festival awards ceremony, well, I did. I slapped down my laptop. True, if that's. <laughs> I, I guess you punched the keyboard because
1: I in had that COVID way. at the time when mm. I got. There, and they tricked me. They told me that I was presenting an award, and so I went online on Zoom to present the award and you know, broadcast live into the the ceremony, as they call it. And uh, and then you know halfway through, me and Joe Creasy doing a witty banter. Um, Geraldine Hickey and Greg Larson came up on stage and gave me an award. And it was very special and I burst into tears and shut down my laptop
2: and then called (laughs) my mother. Uh, well, we're thrilled to have you here today for the quiz. Are you, are, are you, so you're not expecting a high result? Look, again, you'd be surprised. It depends on the questions. Look, I, I think are there many music questions? I was going to say, what's your area of expertise? Music, music bit from of pop. Any, any era in particular? Uh,
1: look, it's 70s, 80s, 90s, 20s, 40s, 50s, 70s. Okay, cool.
2: Uh, well, if that's not covered, we have a Brains Trust here to help you out today. Great. First of all, a mobile soup concierge, Called Chalcedony Rock Husband. Hello, Chalcedony.
0: Hello, Kyron. Hello. Um, so nice <laughs> to meet you, Tina. Congratulations nice on your award.
2: Into. Have you ever used a mobile soup service Cinnadel twist? No, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, that's a good question. What is a mobile soup service, Chalcedony?
0: Well, basically, if you need your soup looking after, you bring your soup to me and I look after it. So, say you need to go to the bathroom, but you have a cat, which will get on the table while you go out and <laughs> stick its face in your soup. You call me up and I come out of my mobile uh, soup concierge van and I um I cup your soup.
2: So, it's sort of an on-demand <laughs> service.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, you can hire me for events or um, I, do, I do have, it's like a book library, but for soup so you can borrow soup from me Mm. um, or leave soup that you would like to come back to another day. And is there much demand? Not as much as I was anticipating. I mean, (laughs) it's a funny story, actually, Kyron. Originally, I was going to be a mobile soap concierge, but when I was filling in the form to register as a business, I spelt it incorrectly and I just had to pivot.
2: (laughs) Right. A lot of people have pivoted because of COVID, Mm. but you've pivoted because of a typo.
0: I did. I pivoted and I pivoted slowly so that none of the liquid came out of the bowl. Great.
2: Um, well, have you ever had an instance, Tina Del Twist? An instance soup? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Like- <laughs> And
1: is this where I've needed someone to take care of my soup? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. In fact, actually, I think it's a genius idea. I love a potato and leek soup. um, And what I need help with is someone telling me when it's expired. Mm. Because I open it and I put it in the microwave and I take it out and I forget that it's there and I've gone out to the balcony and I've come back and it's still sitting. And so I think, Chelsea, I think that uh, she'd come in quite handy actually to take care of my soup and let
0: me know when not to drink it, to to, eat it. I can offer you that service. I can definitely do that. Um, also, as a basic guideline, if you reach out for your soup and it reaches back, it's too old.
2: <laughs> well, you've got a bowl of soup. Is that soup you've got there or is that oh, white it's wine? Actually, this is actually
1: a, a martini. Oh, it's Which martini. is my version of soup, to be quite honest with you. A very
2: dry martini.
0: That's late Sydney, take, like night alcoholic soup. Do you
2: take care of that? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like a Russian soup, isn't it? Would you take yeah. care of of that as well, Chelsea
0: Definitely, definitely. Anything, anything liquid that can be um, corralled under the, the term of soup or broth or bisques or chowder or anything yes. like that, I'll take care of it. And also sauce. Um, my business slogan is, in fact, um, my sauces never leak.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Charles is here to help with any soup-related questions. Wonderful. Uh, but that's not the end of the Brain's Trust today. We also have for you here a gentleman in his seventies. It's a big hello to Gerald Ford. Hello. Hello, Gerald. Thank hello. you for joining us on Wax hello. Quizzical today. Do you want the reference? It's the ref.
3: Sorry. The C reference. C F seven nine
2: seven oh. nine. Oh no! Four. Sorry. Sorry, Gerald. I put it in about a week ago. Oh no! Oh, I think Gerald, do you have? I think we've got a mi- bit of a misunderstanding here. This is Wax Quizzical. We're a, a, a quiz podcast show. A tree fell on my car. Ah, you I fell on my car. Okay, it sounds like you think you've called Amy. I need Amy. Yeah. Yeah. No. So this, this is not Amy. This is this is actually a quiz show. Is this a robot? No. No. I'm here. I'm here. I'm responding to you, Gerald. I'll use your name, Gerald. I heard. Uh, I heard your reference number. Uh, Quit. Did you say quiz? Yeah, this is a quiz show. You're on the Brains Trust of a quiz show. Did you not get that memo? Oh, yeah, I can do a quiz. I can do a quiz. Oh, you're
3: willing to stick with it? Well, yeah, can you connect me to, to Amy?
2: Yeah, in about forty-five minutes, I could connect you to Amy if that works
3: for you. Well, yeah, that's all right. I've been on hold for about an ou- eight hours, so it's all. That's Do you all have good. any
0: soup that you need looking after, Gerald? Uh, I'm
3: so- sorry about that. Can you just re- just repeat yourself, please, love? I'm a bit hard of hearing. Do you have
0: any soup that you need looking after, Gerald?
3: Soup, soup. Uh I, uh, I actually, I eat a broccoli and cheddar soup every really? day. Actually,
0: my goodness, you must be a very pungent gentleman.
2: I'm uh I live alone. Well, Gerald, do you have any areas of expertise that you'll be able to bring to the quiz today before we eventually get you through to Amy? My daughter lives in Sydney. She's,
3: uh, she says she's a lesbian. Okay,
2: so <laughs> Soup and Gerald's lesbian daughter. Uh, a couple of areas of expertise that um, we'll have on hand. Your knowledge of the last century of music. Shall we do a quiz? Yes, <laughs> let's go. Question number one. What is the nationality of the chef character in the Muppet Show? What is the nationality of the chef character in the Muppet show? Oh, have you, have you oh, seen the Muppets? I have,
1: I'm just scared I'm gonna be racist. Um what's the the nationality of the chef character is um is do doob doob It's the hurdy gurdy
2: Is hurdy-gurdy. um is that
1: who's your favourite Muppet? Kermit. Kermit
2: Oh yeah, you identify with
1: Kermit, do you? Well, I feel consider myself a bit of a Miss Piggy So I feel like Kermit's, you know mm, Kermit's No natural love story Kermit's my little gaybo mm, I like to hang out, <laughs> yeah. you know,
2: let's be honest Absolutely Gerald, do you identify with any of the characters on the Muppet show? The Muppets, oh yeah, yeah, funny They're funny yep, I imagine the two that sit in the box, the royal box
3: Oh yeah, The what are they, the, the old guys?
2: Yeah, with the complaints Yeah,
3: yeah yeah, yeah, they're funny. Yeah, funny guys. What's that? Where's that guy from? The, sh- the um,
0: chef, you I, said. I think I might know. Um, oh,
2: Chalcedony. Beca- well,
0: because, obviously, sometimes he deals in soup, so I try and collect like, every pop culture co- 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 reference I can to soup. Um, he's from Sweden. He's a Swedish chef, but I believe in Sweden, when they play the Muppets, they say he's Danish. Oh.
2: Is that right? Because... <laughs> because it's offense. I guess that's offensive in Sweden. Mm.
0: Well, they wouldn't get it. They'd be like, "Why can't we understand him? He's one of us."
2: Mm. Oh, that of course. Yes, yes. Because the whole my neighbour's was- Italian. He's
3: a good guy, though. Pretty good guy, actually. Gave me some some
2: bolognese the other day. Gorgeous. Okay, so uh, Swedish uh, with a backstory or Italian because Gerald's had some spaghetti. I'm going to go. I think the
1: Swedish chef sounds very familiar to me, so I do have to go with Swedish even though I do love an Italian,
2: but I'll go with Swedish. Okay, we'll lock in Swedish and not ask what you mean by I do love an Italian. Question number two. What's starting with L is the name for an operatic text? A music question. Oh, a uh, libretto. Question number three. Yes. <laughs>
1: I got it right, did I? Uh, yes. We'll find
2: out at the end. Uh, question number three. An oast house is designed for drying what as part of the brewing process? Oh, my God, I know this. It starts with... It's, it's to do with drinking, which I'm supposed to
1: submit. It starts with H, I think. It's oh, is like, this another area of expertise that you have? <laughs> booze, not just music. So, yes. I mean, I'm not one to brew. I yeah. just have brews given
2: to me. But it's, it's, oh my, it's like huts or something like that. Something like that. Well, let's uh, turn to our brains trust and see if they have any assistance for us today. Charles Sidney, does a brew fit in under the uh, auspices can have, of a soup,
0: yes, mobile you can soup
2: have this, concierge?
0: If you drink beer in a bowl, heat it up. It is definitely a soup.
2: A mulled um, beer.
0: A mulled beer. Mulled wine also comes under the category of soup. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Uh, so, mm. um, an oast house... A, like my-
2: sorry, does this have anything to do with the demand... For a soup concierge that you must continue to pivot yes, and pick uh, up more liquids.
0: Yes. Every liquid I'm also um, I'm going to branch out into in ground swimming pools as well because sometimes those need looking after. They do,
2: yes, don't they? Yes. And that's less of a soup concierge so much as a I guess a pool cleaner. Yes. That's more of an established mm. trade, that one, isn't
0: it? Yes, and also features more in pornography than mobile soup. Concierges yes, do. although
2: you do get the occasional mobile soup concierge in pornography as well.
0: I, I haven't seen that one. Um, no,
2: but you do look familiar.
0: I was going to answer the question, but I've become flustered. Um, <sighs> did you want to know about the O's house or not? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yes, sorry, yes. If, if, you've got a, if you've got some information for us, we'll take that on board.
0: Well, obviously, um, uh, Tina, you said it starts with H. Is the answer then perhaps hops? Hops,
1: that's what it is. I knew it was. I started with H. Thank you. I'm so glad that I got
2: that right. Does that ring true to you too, Gerald? Hops.
3: My favorite beer is uh, VB. So maybe VB is that. Is that in
2: your system? I put hops. Question number four. Long Walk to Freedom is a 1994 autobiography of which activist and political leader? Long Walk to Freedom came out in 1994. It's an autobiography of an activist and a political. Leader Gerald Ford, you're not the former President of the United States, are you, or are you related to the Fords in some way?
3: I, uh, I actually, this is a funny thing, because a lot of people say that to me, they say that I have the same name as that, that guy, mm. but I'm actually Australian, so wouldn't that be silly? If
2: I was the guy. Well, I mean, it's not unusual to be related to uh, someone who lives overseas, uh, particularly in Australia. Um, so I thought I thought perhaps uh, with the name of Gerald Ford, you might be a descendant, a, a long-lost nephew or something.
3: Oh, yeah, because he's older than me.
2: Yeah, right yeah, by generations. But no, you just yeah. got the same name.
3: No, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't get out much, really. You know, I don't have a TV or anything. I just kind of read...
2: Oh, have you read *Long Walk to Freedom*, the nineteen ninety four autobiography of an activist and political leader, by any chance?
3: No, nah, I don't. I don't do politics. You know, for me, there's no issues. Everything's all fine. Oh, okay, so
2: what are you reading, Harold? Sun?
3: Yeah, and you know uh, those comics. What's that? Garfield. He's funny. <laughs> that cat.
2: Oh yeah, so you're a big comic fan. So you um yeah you read Garfield.
3: <laughs> but if I uh, if I had to think of an activist. Um, what's his name who's on the who's in the news for the the body uh Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela. Was that?
1: Yes, I knew it. I knew it was <laughs> yes well done, Frank is it really well, that's what
0: I thought it was because and I only know that because he's a big fan of chestnut Bisque, and I make it my business to find out um celebrities who enjoy soup.
2: I'll put Nelson Mandela. I
3: really just pulled that out of my ass. The only person I could think of. Wow. Well, there you go. The
2: only activist in the world. Question number five. Where in the human body would you find the talus bone? Where in the human body would you find the talus bone? It's multiple choice. Oh, then good. What are the three options? They are ankle, hand, or neck. Is it in the ankle, the hand, or the neck that you might find yourself a talus bone? Well, I could. Do you
1: want to call the hospital uh, in Marunda? Because on Saturday night I was at a party. This is a true story, <laughs> and I fell down a flight of stairs, and I was whisked to the hospital at one morning. Well, you know, I was to to the Marunda. So thank you to all the staff at the Marunda Hospital. And I had a CT scan. It turns out that I don't have a broken neck. Oh, that's good, thankfully. Uh, but I do have a very big bruise on my thigh.
2: So is the answer thigh? Okay, so the first option is thigh. Let's turn to the Brains Trust and see if they have any information for us. Is the talus bone important in looking after soup, Chelsea? Well,
0: it's certainly important if you're making talus soup. Uh, you do need it as one of the main ingredients. It's somewhat similar to oxtail soup, uh, one of the few soups that you can stir with one of the ingredients. Um, I believe <laughs> that um, the talus, what were the, what were the options again, ankle? Hand. Ankle, hand
2: or neck.
0: Neck. Um, I'm gonna say ankle because um I've just come up with a beautiful partridge comfrey and ankle soup.
2: A, sorry, a partridge, comfrey, and an ankle an- soup.
0: Ankle soup, yes. I Does believe it matter from
2: where the ankle came?
0: Only to the person whose ankle it was. Normally <laughs> Normally I go for sheep or cattle, um, because mm. cow ankles. It's just nice to say cow ankles.
2: Mm. It is, cow ankles. It's a beautiful name for a girl. Gerald Ford, not President of the United States. Yeah. Have you broken some bones in your time? I imagine you found yourself oh, on a hospital table every now and then. I was in the war, actually. Were you? Surprise, surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: I was in... um, Which one? Uh, in Italy.
2: The Italian, the great Italian war that we all yeah. remember. Yeah, what
3: was the... I don't know. It's not my job to read maps and stuff. I they put me on the boat and I said I got off and I said all right let's let's go get it. So who's to say what happened? But um,
2: but you I have broken some bones in my life. And so in in war you broke bones, did you?
3: Yeah, yeah. I um, I also fell down a flight of stairs.
1: I this look you've got so much in common. It seems, John. It seems like we just we like Gerald. We're like this. <laughs> You know, Maybe we fell down the same flight of stairs, wouldn't it be? Do you live in Heathmont?
3: I, I live in um, Al- Albury-Wodonga. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, no, the flight of stairs I fell down, it was in a beautiful Italian piazza.
2: Oh, during
1: the war. This obsession with Italy she has. Yes. Do
3: you want to put ankle?
1: Oh, me, yes, yes. No, I would have gone with thigh, but we'll put ankle down. I'll give it to Christine de
2: I'll Oh, <laughs> oh. I'll put ankle. Question number six. In German, it's Kirsch. In Scots, Kirk. What is it in English? What English word translates to Kirsch in German and Kirk in Scotland? Did the war take you outside Italy to Germany by any chance, Gerald? So there were people that France
3: was involved and Germany as well. I think <laughs> just a vague and, memory. Yeah, you can't really. You know, I don't. I speak English, and I, you know, I respect everybody and what they speak, but I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what's what. I don't know what's a language. So, so um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> I think I know the answer. Oh yes, I
1: just can't because I, you know, most words in German kind of say, you just kind of play
2: around. Is it church? Church? Does that ring any bells, Chelsea? Sydney?
0: It does actually, because I also make an Amish preaching soup, and uh, it's made of beans and ham hocks, and that's often served to Germans. And it, I think it's also church.
2: Church, okay. Take me to church. Hmm. A different song. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all. Just came to my head.
2: It does seem, Chelsea, that you actually make a lot of soups.
0: I do. You have to. Um, you know, your work gets you work. And so if I employ myself, eventually other people will also employ me. Uh, <laughs> That's so I. True. Um, also, you know, it's good practice to mind soup. And at the end of it, you've got some soup to eat because it belongs to you. I haven't really recouped any costs yet.
2: Have you just thought of running a catering business?
0: I don't know that many cates. I'll I'll put
2: church. Question number seven: Who stepped down last month as head of the Australian Olympic Committee? Do you follow the sport, Tina? Look, I've got to be
1: honest with you. No, and it's not. I know that sounds stereotypical for someone of my stature, but I just really, um, I'm just really not interested. Do you no, p- I do. Have you ever played any sports? Theatre sports, darling. <laughs> Life is a theatre sport. Life is always a game of theatre. It is. Uh, that's the kind of sport. But look, if I was to take a guess, but I'm not going to. I'll hand over to the brain <laughs> <just>. <laughs>
2: Uh, Gerald, I imagine coming back from the war, you would have got involved in some leagues, clubs. That's a. That's a. That,
3: yeah, you're right. Actually,
2: you know, I. Um- it's a place to get that sort of energy out. I guess. Following the
3: Well, yeah, so when I fell down the flight of stairs, I hit my head, and the next thing I knew, I was back in Australia. Mm. So who's to say what happened in the war?
2: Or if you went.
3: I I recall being in Italy. I have a memory of that.
2: Yes. You weren't just there on holiday, were you? I mean, it, it has been a long time since the Second World War.
3: Why would I go to holiday in Italy when I could be in Australia? I could go to the Gold Coast.
2: Yes. Or you Hamilton. You should go
1: to the Gold Coast darling, and you should go and live there. I think that is the right <laughs>
2: destination for you. Do you follow sport um uh, Chelsea?
0: Diney. Chelsea Diney. <laughs> Funny enough, I actually did some soup concierging for the head of the Olympics committee.
2: Oh, what did you do for the head of the Olympics committee?
0: Well, I looked after his soup. And as is customary with all my customers, I only know them by the name of the soup that I looked after. So unfortunately, (laughs) I only know him as (laughs) Gaspacho. Okay.
2: So you can only have so many clients at any one time, I guess, or else it would become quite confusing to you.
0: Well, to be honest, I call a lot of them gazpacho, even if it's not what they've had looked after. I'm leading you behind the veil of soup concealing in a big way.
2: Yes, so Gasparcio, or I guess Italian, are two options available to you, Tina. I don't know that he stepped down, but I do know that John Coates has been the head of the Australian Olympic Committee for a very long time. I, I, I don't know, maybe he stepped down years ago, someone else stepped in and they've now stepped down? Well, I mean, interesting though, I guess the question is, So, are you a brains trust? Like, oh, yeah, you already know well.
1: the answer. No, I don't know the answer. Oh, answers. you don't already know the answer. No. Oh, that means you can
2: play too. Yes, exactly. I was about to evict you. No. <laughs> no, you I don't say, know the answer. Oh.
0: Did you say John Coates used to be John Coates? Well, he has
2: been for a long time. I well, guess the question is, is he a used-to-be?
0: Well, perhaps he was succeeded by John Trousers.
2: <laughs> True. <laughs> True. And perhaps there's a, a clothing concierge who only knows their clients by John Trousers. Uh, by the, the name of the item of clothing of which they look after them. And it just caught on.
0: Are you saying I'm an original in how I relate to my clients?
2: Do to put John Coates? Let's go with John Coates darling. I'll put John Coates. Question number eight Which radioactive element has the chemical symbol P O? P.O. is on the chart of elements somewhere. It's a radioactive one. Which one is it? Which radioactive All I remember element is the
1: first of the fun There's so much fun
2: on a one ship. Is that the answer? We'll go to the Brains Trust. Uh, radioactivity, I guess, played quite a large part in your first adventure, Gerald. Yeah. So, actually, I've actually seen
3: a... I don't own a TV, but I was looking through my neighbor's window and there was a documentary on the History Channel about radioactive plants in you know all over the world, Ukraine, things like that. And uh, it's not good. <laughs> I'll tell you that.
2: Okay. Uh, Chels Sydney. Uh-huh. Any radioactive soups in your past? I mean,
0: Uranium soup? it wasn't very popular, not very popular, but it was easy to find. um you know, if say your power's gone out, you just need a little geiger counter and you just tick 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 when you get near you uranium soup, of course, you only drink it once and then there's a funeral
2: does did uranium soup have a nickname po p o soup at all, or
0: perhaps it does. I would have thought it was you rather than oh, you thought
2: yeah, you are maybe
0: you are soup,
2: yeah.
3: Uh, Chell Ch- 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 Sydney, oh, I don't want to interrupt you. Uh, you've got such a lovely a lovely voice and <laughs> I, I love to hear it. But I did see something in that documentary and I just want to put it forward. We don't have to take it on board. Polonium. Oh. Is that maybe an option? Oh, yeah? That's, uh, that is an element that I saw on TV
2: once. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, polonium is an option or you are soup. As well.
1: well. I think, I mean, polonium probably is more likely to be something closer to what it may actually
2: be. Yes, especially because it's P.O. that we're after, yes, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. So polonium? Yes. Okay, put, I need to go on a cruise. I'll put polonium. Question number nine. Which two actors play the leading roles in the 2007 film The Bucket List? Gerald, do you have a bucket list? Y- that's funny question for you to ask me because actually
3: I do. Have you ever heard of the big lobster? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Well, I've heard of it, but I'd like to see it. That's pretty much number one on the list. Oh, you'd love to
2: see the big lobster. Whereabouts is the big lobster? It's
3: actually in South Australia.
2: Uh huh. Well, that's not too far from Ruby yeah. Wodonga. This is within your reach, Gerald.
3: Yeah, but my car's been hit by a tree. Oh. <laughs> How the bloody hell am I supposed to get there without a car? I've been on hold for eight hours. I don't know. I don't, I've, got, I've got a carton of milk and six eggs in the fridge and I, I, I it's looking like I'm going to be hungry. Would you like us to actually take your complaint, Gerald, and pass it on to Amy? Well, uh, I've put in a claim, but the delay has been absurd. You know, they said something about floods. It's been dry out here for weeks. Yeah, but there's been floods
2: around the nation. You'd understand that uh, some of Amy's... Yeah, life-
3: I don't know about that. I live in
2: Aubrey-Wodonga. Yes, but, you know, the, the service is, is accessed by people across the country. I don't know about that.
0: Gerald, do you do your own research?
2: I
3: actually, that's a very good question, Sydney. and thank you for, for providing that question. I do my own research. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I like to know things for myself. You can't trust anything these days. Hmm.
2: Whereabouts do you go for uh, your research, the uh, library, universities?
3: Well, I actually, there's a guy who lives down the road, and he worked in the government. And so he's actually got a lot of good information. And you've got to rely on people yeah. these days. Everyone's relying on technology. Do you know they're recording you
2: all the time? Right now, yes. But which two actors play the leading roles in the 2007 film The Bucket List? Chelsea, have you seen The Bucket List? I mean, Bucket's... They are perfect receptacle for soup.
0: Yeah, I have a I have a list of buckets that I would like to own. It's a beautiful galvanized ten liter bucket. You can get a lot of chicken and sweet corn soup into one of those. I haven't seen the film though. I'm often uh, I have to guard people's soup while i are at the movies, uh, so I don't get to go into the cinema. And also, there's an objection to the smell of soup while watching a movie that seems to come up. Um, I'm I'm thinking too elderly elderly um, actor gentleman. Not a name springs to mind, so I'm just going to say Tom Hanks because it has a beautiful mouthfeel.
2: Okay, Tom Hanks or the Big Lobster are options available to you, Tina. Tom Hanks, Brad Pitt... <laughs> Who else
1: is an elderly actor? Have you seen the bucket list? I, no, but I feel like, like I know this isn't the answer. But I feel I want it to be Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Oh yes, <laughs> but I know it's
2: not. No, it was made before women were allowed to be old yeah, on no. screen. I think so. Um, but it was. This is fun. I find it interesting that the bucket list term, I'm pretty sure, actually came from the movie. Everyone thinks it's an old thing. But they actually they invented that it was in the script, oh. and now that's why people have so called bucket lists. What was the uh, what was the what year was the movie? It's like two thousand and two ish, I think, oh. somewhere around there. So
1: the term the bucket list only come up since then. Yeah, that's wow. my understanding. Anyway, that's fascinating, isn't it?
2: I have seen this film. You should run a quiz or something <laughs> about that. that <laughs> well, cool. well, well
0: Kyron, Kieran, why have you lived it till now to tell us that you've actually seen the film and may have a chance to fill a full episode, episode, don't we? Uh,
2: yeah, but are you Morgan hiding? Freeman and Jack Nicholson. We're oh, in this I party. was
0: going to say, say Jack Thompson. Yeah, I was going to say Morgan Freeman. Once I heard you say it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> all right,
2: I'll put Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. Question number ten: Name the former SAS soldier who is suing the Age, the Sydney Morning Herald, and the Canberra Times for defamation over articles that he says portray him as a war criminal. Gerald, are you suing the Age, the Herald Sun, and the Canberra Times at the moment?
3: I've um, I've I have um i have flick through them. My my neighbours get those, and I like to flick through their little the sheets in the papers. Yeah, but are you suing them? Oh sorry my hearing's bad. Um no nah, uh, I've got a whole thing going on with uh with Scott Morrison actually. I've actually emailed him. I've sent him a letter as well and I'm waiting to hear back on that. So so that's what I'm on at the moment. He might
2: be slightly less interested at the moment in replying to uh letters and emails. Than he was before, and even before he wasn't all that interested.
3: Well, bloody the guy takes you know months to get back to you, but uh, I think you know he's doing he must be doing an all right job. So, have you, you heard know, of Anthony Albanese, Albanese at all, Gerald? Uh, no, uh, Thai food is very um, difficult on my stomach, so I don't I don't really do that.
2: It's funny because he's Italian. But name the former SAS soldier who is suing The Age, the Sydney Morning Herald and the Canberra Times for defamation over articles that he says portray him as a war criminal.
3: The SAS, that's not, that's not the division that I was in. They, I think they were in co- covert operations and, you know, climbing through sh- uh, air shafts and, and digging holes. No, not oh, too often an SAS that.
2: soldier's falling down some stairs. They're a little bit too elite for that, aren't they? I served my time. (laughs) (laughs) Chalcedony, have you been following this in the news?
0: Mm, Well, it's surprising, Gary. you may not know, but SAS actually stands for Secret Army Soup. And I have actually been in a a civilian support role for the Army for a number of years. And the man that you're talking about is not a soup drinker, so I'm not really very fond of him. Uh, But he is extremely chilled out, never takes offence at anything, and his name is Ben Robert Smith, Ben Robert Smith.
2: That rings a bell. Mm. Uh, Ben Robert Smith, have you seen his name in the news? No, I haven't. I thought it was Carl (laughs) Stefano. But if it's not Carl, then it must be Ben Robert Smith. Yes. All right, we'll put Ben Robert Smith. That's 10 questions. Wow, I mean we're done. We're done. Oh, wow. Now we find out the results. How do you feel you did? I think I did amazing. I
1: mean, the brain stress, pretty helpful, I guess. You know, they did their best, didn't they? <laughs> I did not think I got one right, to be honest with you. Are you worried? No, I'm not worried. I mean, do I get a prize if I get them all right? No. Oh, God, then I'm not worried.
2: I just want it to end so I can go have finish my martini, darling. Let's find out then. Question number one was, what is the nationality of the chef character in The Muppet Show? You said Swedish. And it's Swedish.
1: Yes, thank you, Sydney. There's a point. So yes. You thought thank you'd you. get none right. So th- here's how this works. So I get the points even if the brains trust to get it right. Yes,
2: that's right. They're oh, I against-
1: love this game. Can we do it again?
2: It turns out a libretto is the operatic <laughs> text that starts with an L. Yes. Two from two. that one. An oast house is designed for drying what? As part of the brewing process, you said hops and it's hops. Yes,
1: thank you, Stephanie.
2: Nelson Mandela is the activist and political leader for oh. the 1994 autobiography Long Walk to Freedom. Yes, thank you. It's a wonderful Italian man. Honestly. I'm a genius. On the human body, you'll find yourself a talus bone in the ankle. Oh, that that was what we called is isn't it? You said ankle. That's five out of five so far. (gasps) Kirsch in German, Kirk in Scots, and Church in English. take me to the Kirk on time. John Coates stepped down last month as the head of the Australian Olympic Committee. Is that what you said? That's what I said. That's what you said, but I got the point. You get the point. Polonium is the radioactive element that's the chemical symbol P-O.
0: Oh, my goodness,
2: Did he he get it right? Yes. Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson starred in the 2007 film The Bucket List. Yes. And currently suing The Age, the Sydney Morning Herald and the Canberra Times for defamation over articles that say he was a war criminal. Has it's Ben Robert Lovic.
1: Smith. Oh, yeah. Ten <laughs> out of ten. Yes. Oh my gosh! Ah, I did so was much, everyone. Possible. Congratulations! Oh, I've won. It's like winning an award again,
2: <laughs> all yeah. over again. You are, This is. We're up in the nineties. The number of episodes we've done here, and you are the third person to get ten out of are you ten. You serious? I am serious. To get ten out of ten in this look, quiz. I couldn't have done it. Without you, Karen, to be honest with you, because otherwise I probably wouldn't be here. That's true. You also couldn't have done it without your brain's trust. Thank you for being here. Gerald, you thought you were about to make a complaint, and you have contributed to one of the top three scores this quiz has ever got. It's an honour to serve
3: (laughs) and protect. And I want to get my bloody car
2: fixed. Uh, Well, we'll put you through to Amy right now. I actually know someone um, who works for Amy. Oh, good. John Robles. Is he your contact? Oh, psh, bloody hell! He's so annoying, and
3: he's got this gay voice on the phone. Oh, I don't want to speak to him. He sucks. I
2: don't like him. He's actually I quite like him. He's actually an improviser in Sydney as well. He's in the Snake Pit. Oh, Snake! Have you seen any improv before, Gerald? <laughs> no,
3: no, I hate. Theatre and everything like it. Yeah,
2: well, uh, if you should, you should check out Snake Pit. Uh, they're in Sydney around. Actually, I'm not sure. Do, do you know Gerald if they've got any gigs coming up?
3: Well, if I I heard that uh, my sister's cousin Maddie Holbrook Walk is uh, moving overseas, oh. so I uh, think they there might be on holiday. Oh. <laughs> f- her, her and her friends. <laughs> But I know that guy on the phone with the voice, he's pretty funny and he's, his solo stand-up career is going pretty well.
2: <laughs> well, wow, that's, that's fantastic news. I'll ask John about that before um, he gets in touch with any of my future guests. <laughs> But be sure to, John is actually quite a good stand-up, Gerald, so be sure to check him out.
3: I'll have to check it out. I like
2: funny, funny stuff. And uh, Chalcedony, thank you so much for being on.
0: Oh, what a pleasure. And it was just a thrill to be able to answer so many questions while holding two separate bowls of soup in my lap. I saw it happening. It was stunning
2: to watch, really. It should be an Olympic sport all of its own.
0: Well, uh, you know, I've got a lot of muscle control.
2: Uh, Who are some of your top clients at the moment,
0: Chalcedony? Well, there's one that I know uh, only as Birds Nest Soup. But uh, I believe other people call her Cal Wilson. And at the moment, you could find her on TikTok under Calbo Wilson and also on Instagram under Calbo Wilson. And I haven't got my social media together, so I don't have any soup concierge links to give you. Mm.
2: Something to work on. Uh, Chelsea Sydney, rock husband, thank you so much for being what, here. What
0: a pleasure. I'm just going to drop off some lamb's eye soup tea later on.
2: Yep, call me lamb's eye. And Tina Del Twist, congratulations. 10 oh, out of 10. Thank you
1: so much. How exciting. I
2: just can... extraordinary. I
1: love it. I love it. I love it. I love winning. It's, it's honestly so rare. I mean, I don't get – well, I never win because I actually am a bit of a loser. Like, I celebrate failure. Like, I'm all about it. I don't... I usually, like, ask the questions. I don't answer them. <laughs> so depressed. On, to be able to win a, a true like quiz is exciting. It's very exciting to me.
2: Yes, you're up there. The only other people ever to do it are Tim Hewitt and Matt Stewart. Oh wow, they sound like intelligent people. Ma,
1: yeah. And you're the first winner that doesn't rhyme. Yes. And does this mean I'm the first female?
2: Yes, winner. Yes, I'm it the does. first
1: female winner. Yes. Um, yes. Congratulations, Good. Tina. That's Enjoy. That's going
2: your- in the bio. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy your shows at Comedy Republic on the weekend. Yes, I'm looking forward. It's called Caravan in the Sky, and I'm very excited to play with my band and tell some stories. If you're in Melbourne or willing to travel, comedyrepublic.com.au is the place to go for tickets, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, this very week, um, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out. That is Wax Quizzical. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Goodbye!